Magic shows. What? Balloon animals. What? Game for kids. What? Popcorn machine. What? Titanic machine. What? And bouncing castle. What? Bull for your kids' birthday parties. This is Marking Out. Pro wrestling talk for pro wrestling fans. We marking out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro wrestling talk for pro wrestling fans. We marking out, y'all. Marking out. Pro wrestling talk for pro wrestling fans. We marking out, y'all. Spreading like this. Pro wrestling talk for pro wrestling fans. We marking out, y'all. We marking out. Talk by pro wrestling fans. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by pro wrestling fans. You can listen to this and all past episodes on MarkingOut.com, iTunes, and Stitcher Radio. While you're over at MarkingOut.com, make sure you buy a t-shirt and uh, support all of our brothers we have going on over there, and sisters as well. Got to give a big shout out to Nick Matocho for making our logo and uh, help me out with other projects we have going on here. And uh, also got to give a big shout out to Ring Rope Rebellion for making our theme music. You can uh, follow them respectively at Nick Matocho on Twitter and also ringroperebellion.com. If you have any inquiries about sponsorship advertising, you can go to marketout1 at gmail.com. We also have uh, some forms of social media that you can follow us on. The first is on Twitter at marketout.com. We uh, live tweet. We do a bunch of stuff. You know, just just so you don't forget, there's three of us handling this whole marking out thing. So if one person tweets something about not liking Yoshitatsu and then the other person tweets something about liking Yoshitatsu, you know, there's three of us. So we're not one entire entity. Just so you guys know that. Uh, also, Facebook.com slash marking out. Chris's match of the week will be posted there and also some discussions and topics if you guys want to talk about that. My name is Chris. You can follow me on Twitter at Chris Sweendog, or if you want to follow me on under some sort of uh, Twitter, you can follow me at CYN Band. Uh, that's my band. Uh, we made a Twitter account this week. Well, I made a Twitter account this week because everybody in my uh, everybody in my band besides uh, my vocalist knows what Twitter is. So follow us there. If just, just follow me at Chris Sweendog. Uh, I've been. Uh, on the uh, 300 follower mark for uh, a couple days and people keep unfollowing and following but it's all good no sweat i'm also sitting here with hashtag no twitter dave dave uh good evening i should say i want to say good morning but we're recording this tonight what's going on yoshitatsu sucks i'm tired dave the, the, the aru is at the end of the show oh no i'm putting that at the beginning why I'm switching it up. I no like it. No. I'm switching it up. No like it. Sorry. Yeah. Hashtag we're, no like it. We're, we're gonna have a third person doing that shit. Who's the third person? Me. Oh, okay. And speaking of our ruse, we are also here with Brandon. You can follow him at BTTG161. Brandon, how you doing? I am doing awesome as always. And I have to say, when this goes up, it will be Hanukkah. It will be Hanukkah. And a fan actually sent us in a question. I'm not going to give the name, but they said since it's Hanukkah, they wanted to know, are we circumcised? <laughs> you know it. Come on. 13 inches. It's unhealthy. Yeah, 13 inches. My ass. <laughs> listen, oh, listen. Did, I'm you the- say, did you say Chris is 13 inches your ass? <laughs> are you kidding me, Dave? You know you said that. Yeah, kind of... Uh... Slip that, but yeah, okay. All round, just so you know, 
You're around. 13 inches around? Around. You don't get what the, the hell's wrong with you? You got like gigantism? Yes, absolutely. 13 inches around? I'm the, I'm, I'm the great collie where it matters. Yeah. Come Wait, on. so, that, that's, so, not, that's, so un, that's unhealthy. You should get that checked out if you're 13 inches around. Come on. I'm good, bro. It's all right. All right. But I got my Hanukkah presents early this evening. I'm kind of excited about it. Not going to lie. Because we can't wait here in the uh, the old uh, MO studios to give each other Hanukkah presents. What'd you get? I I got a uh, stainless steel barbecue set with uh, stainless steel barbecue ske- skewers, uh, some uh, corn cob huskers, all that good stuff, and uh, I got the Dark Knight trilogy, which I'm pretty stoked on Blu-ray. I started watching this before we uh, started filming the podcast, and I did my I was blown away. Cool Just, story, bro. Yeah, to the cool. good the wrestling or the yeah. bad the wrestling. No, we had to get to the sports entertainment part of this. So let's uh, let's talk about some WWE and let's talk about uh, some SmackDown from last week. We had a uh, mixed amounts of goods and bads we had going on here. Let's start off with the uh, the middles or the the meh as we're starting to call them now. Sheamus versus Dolph Ziggler in the main event. You had Sheamus winning ver- via DQ. Because the big show comes and interferes, and then John Cena comes to get the save and hooks to Dolph Ziggler in the STFU. That's a whole. You're right there. Yeah, I'm fine. A whole sort of shenanigans going on there, but you know, continues the Sheamus storyline. It continues the uh, John Cena Dolph Ziggler storyline. That's really all I have to say about the uh, main event. Let's get on to the bads because we only have one of them: Great Khali versus David Otunga. Yeah, it's like. You know, I'm starting – I'm not like – I never was a uh, – what's the opposite of a fan? Not fan? <laughs> Is that what I say? I was never a not hater? a fan. Right. I'm not a David Otonga hater. And by all means, I'm not a, a hater of David Otonga. Yeah, because I know there's one person that's listening right now that is a uh, big David Otonga mark. I, if he's listening, I know he's definitely popping right now for this. But continue, Brandon. <laughs> but Greg Khalif. Are you fucking kidding me? Like he was good when he was hired for what he was for what he was doing mm-hmm. being the feud with Undertaker or whatever, but it's come on. Release him. There's so many other people. If you're only doing it to get reach out to the Mid East or whatnot, then hire there's so many other people. Get Sanjay Dutt. Get other people out there. There's uh, no they point don't, they don't to have, have They have Ginger Mahal, David. Yeah, they're not going to hire Sonny Dutt as much as you know. So they need they need to keep around Kali. He can't. Be, he can barely move. Kali is more of one of those people that caters to the younger fans because if you look back in like the early the late seventies, early eighties, they had those big giant guys like the Andre the Giants. You know, they want to cater to that as well with your big shows and your great colleagues. You know, that they gotta cater to every audience and with the gigantic guys that's But I, I don't think they I don't think they need two big guys that size. Like back in the day there was Andre the Giant, they had Big John Studd. Big John Studd wasn't the same height as Andre, but he was still up there. But And it's it's not I don't think it's the same because back then you didn't have the internet, you didn't have T V really, where you could see other people with gigantism and what is it, agro uh agro something, I forgot what it was. But it's now you don't need him. Well, you also had Haystacks Calhoun back in the day. Or all the Haystacks. Well, he was, he was also- just a he was just a heifer. Yeah, well, that's uh, but he he was still he was still pretty good. He moved and everything. 
Yeah. To be honest, does anybody realize that Kali is probably going to be dead in like 10 years, maybe? Yeah, then he'll get inducted to the Hall of Fame like the year will. after he gets... The, he, well, that's not necessarily true, David. I give him less than 10. Well, that's not... I don't understand why you would say that. That's not true I'd at say, all. I, I say his organs are going to grow too large for his body. But he's probably stopped growing and fucking gotten the treatment for that, like Big Show. When you get the treatment, it doesn't always stop the, your organs from growing. That's how, like, um, you you have you have a heart attacks. Heart attacks are common with that. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Regardless, one great Kali versus David Otonga gets into our bads. Let's get into our goods because there was a lot of goods going off of SmackDown this week. Uh, first of all, you start off the show with John Cena versus Alberto Del Rio. John Cena making. A rare appearance on Friday Night SmackDown. Uh, he was interrupted by Alberto Del Rio. This uh, sparked their match. And John Cena wins via DQ because Dolph Ziggler smashes him in the back with his briefcase and uh, continues his feud, John Cena, Dolph Ziggler. Uh, the fact that they're, I think, I feel like they're kind of swooning away from the John Cena AJ thing, I like this, and now that it's getting towards the John Cena Dolph Ziggler thing, I like a lot. And also, too, we've seen Alberto Del Rio just get a lot of cheap—I don't want to say cheap wins, but just get a lot of like wins off of Sin Cara over the past couple weeks. And the fact that he actually lost, I like it. I'm a fan of it. I, I just don't know where to put Del Rio, dude. They have nothing for him right now. They're in, they're in the middle of that, hey, guess what? We just finished a storyline with you and Randy Orton. We have nothing for you right now. It, it, I feel like you can't have a feud if there's no – like without a real title being involved right now. I mean why, I don't understand why wait, 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 wait. You feel like that for everyone or just Del Rio? Well, I feel like some of these people, they need to have feuds not revolving around a title. And I feel like they're not really having that too much. I think Del Rio can be one of those candidates to not have a feud that revolves around a title. Yeah, though. look, look, I agree. Like, look, I mean, yeah, they they just had him feud with uh, Randy Orton for like but, three months, but nobody was interested in that. I was a little bit because it was like one guy won, then one guy won, and then Randy Orton hit a uh, RKO off the top rope as Alberto Del Rio was going for a pseudo shining wizard. I was. Uh, like, I, I mean, you could you could even. You could even write a whole storyline where Alberto Del Rio loses his riches or whatever and needs to work his way back up or something along those lines. I, I don't said, know. Brain, don't say this on the show because WWE will probably rip it off. And you know, <laughs> They're listening, master. They're listening. <laughs> they're listening. All right. Some more goods. You had a uh, an awesome six-man tag team match with uh, Kofi Kingston and Hell No beating the primetime players and Wade Barrett. This but this match started off in the backstage area with it, it seems like Kane and Daniel Bryan are on the same page now because they're all yesing in the backstage area, which I was a huge fan of. Especially you're the tag team champions. You guys have to meld. Do you have the guys have to be on the same page? They're even coming out together now. Yeah, that I was I- that's something I want. Like, I want their own theme song. I want a Team Hell No theme song. But not not like a theme song with the two combined. Actually, no, I do want one like that combined. I'd rather have have them have their own theme song instead of really half and half. No, no, it's not half and half. It's together. And I think 
that song, Daniel Bryan's theme song, mixed with Kane's theme song, would make an epic fucking theme song. I, I agree with you on that one, Brandon. Totally. 100%. Uh, the match itself was really good, and you have uh, Hell No and Kofi Kingston going over with Daniel Bryan getting the uh, the diving headbutt and the no-lock. I just liked the, the facial expressions of Daniel Bryan. He goes up for the diving headbutt, and his eyes just get so bulgy, and you just have to laugh on it. Is, is it just me? It just his facial expressions just make me laugh really hard. No. Yeah. No, it's just you. Yeah. It's just crickets. Me. Crickets. I don't. Crickets. I don't. It's I don't like, like listening to Dave Shameless plugs. Crickets. 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 I don't like making fun of people because I was a victim of that in school. I know you yeah, were. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not making fun of him. I'm just thinking it just makes me it makes me laugh. You're but, saying his facial expressions make you laugh. Yeah, okay, but it may, it's what he's not a comedian. He is a comedian. His, no, his he's not. His his gimmick right now is comedic. All right, continuing on. Damian Sandow is now looking for a new apprentice. So, does this mean that Cody Rhodes is going to be out for a foreseeable amount of time because if they're trying to push Damian Sandow back into the singles realm? Gentlemen, acromegalia. That's the word I was looking for. Acromegalia. But I think that they are going to be pushing him as a singles. There's no point. I mean, what are you going to do? You can't have him really team with somebody that's not going to be there for – for. Yeah. do we even know how long he's out for? No. And apparently he tweeted that he's going to be – he's healing very well. And he posted a picture of Wolverine who heals in minutes or maybe nanoseconds. Uh, regardless to um, – regardless from that, would you want to see maybe an FCW guy or, excuse me, NXT guy come up to maybe beat Damian Sandow's apprentice? Well, I want to know is that once he gets an apprentice, will he be fired? That was the worst Donald Trump impression I've ever heard. It wasn't Donald Trump. That was SpongeBob. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just sorry. kidding. People don't understand what we're Wait. talking about right now. Dave, Wait, did you did you actually believe him that that was SpongeBob? No, no, I, th- of I, thought, it was not. I thought it was Donald just, Trump. Just checking. Um, I thought it was a decent Donald Trump. No, terrible. Still, Dave, you were going to talk about something. Uh, uh, really no, I'm trying to think of who I'd like to. Like, yes, of course, you would want somebody to come up in that standing uh, from NXT. But who would you have? I mean, wouldn't people have, want? Wouldn't want people? Wouldn't people want Cassius Ono? I don't yes. think. But I don't, I don't think, think he would fit in correctly there. I mean, I was thinking maybe ha- you could have, like, one of the females come up, like Summer Rae or something like that. But I can't really think of any superstar that could come up and do what he's doing right now. I The only person that I could really think on the roster that you can bring up with would be Ezekiel Jackson. Oh, I thought you were going to say Matt Stryker. No, no. But I feel like you need an intellectual uh, wrestler. Which or is Matt Stryker. Gimmick. Yeah. Well, Matt Stryker, intellectual, perfect. Yeah, you could see. I could see that, or I don't. I don't know. It, it's tough. That's a uh, that's a tough one to uh, rope your hands around. But I could see Ezekiel Jackson. I feel like Ezekiel Jackson. If they gave him some mic time, he could be intellectual, and which he, would be kind of funny because. Well, I don't think so. He's got a really. He's got that far off accent from Ghana, West Africa. Yes. So I think it's, it's going like, to be JTG. Really? So it's like one of those yeah, things. Yeah, he's still where, employed. That's right. So it's one of those things with Ezekiel Jackson, where maybe they don't want to give him the microphone because he kind of doesn't sound like you would think he would sound. Yeah. Okay. And and uh, 
I mean, even when Ezekiel Jackson debuted, they gave him the dumbest gimmick where he couldn't even read Cat in the Hat. Well, he was the bodyguard to Brian Ken- the Brian Kendrick, excuse me. But he couldn't read Cat in the Hat? I'm, I don't. I honestly don't remember that, Brandon. I'm sorry. But Damian Sandow did get a win over uh, Tyson Kidd via the Terminus. I like that he's using all of his uh, moves in Latin. You know, two awesome workers, two guys that have been in the developmental system for a very long time. And it was good to see these guys have a, a solid match on TV. Uh, another good, we talked about Team Hell No, the tag team champions, getting on the same page. Uh, the tag team division, yet again, keeps flourishing with uh, the three-man band getting a win over the Usos. Is it me, or is it more and more these guys keep looking like their father, Rikishi? Are you uh, saying they're getting fat? No, I'm not getting fat. I just it, it, Every time I see them on TV, I just keep thinking, wow, these guys are Rikishi. They're the I, kids, think, kids. I think one looks like Rikishi, one looks like The Rock, I think. I, Which I is agree so with weird. that. Which is so weird because I really, at this point in my research of the Samoan dynasty, I don't think Rikishi and The Rock are real cousins. I don't know. Yeah, Brandon is uh, getting every, for, so everybody knows Brandon is getting his PhD in Samoan. Uh, trying to think, what, of the, is it Samoanology? Samoanology. You keep on cutting. You keep on cutting out. Um, you're not cutting out on here. Sorry, I'm the one that's recording this shit. All right, brother. <laughs> that's so funny. That that reminds me of the podcast Mania line. But. When uh, when Kevin was like, why does it sound like you guys are in a cafeteria? And like Pat Buck was like, oh, it sounds like a rest stop or whatever. And I was like, no, they sound they sound good. And I was like, and you then you, you said that exact line almost verbatim. Really? And I, yeah. And then I was like, I sound good, right? Do I sound good? And Kevin goes, yeah, you're turning me on. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about Kevin Matthews in a little bit. But uh, let's get on. That was all that we had from SmackDown. A good SmackDown. Can't complain about it. Uh, let's get on to Monday Night Raw. That, before we move on, if you want to see a podcast mania number two, let us know. Go tweet to Two and a Half Wrestlers. Go tweet to us. Let us know if you want to see it, uh, hear it again. Yeah, because we want to do it. We're begging you. We want to do it. Well, we got some stuff lined up, so uh, we'll keep you guys on the edge of your feet. But seriously, Monday Night Raw, Brandon? Monday Night... <coughs> no. Nitro! You know I threw that cough in there. Yeah, I know you did. Yes. Come on. Monday Night Nitro. All right. Well, let's get to our middles of... Or, or, or meh of Monday Night Raw. Uh, the first meh is uh, Tamina versus AJ. It was good to see AJ back in the ring. It was good to see right, Tamina yeah, in the ring. Yeah, absolutely. Right meow. It's definitely great to see AJ back in the ring. Did you just meow? Uh, no, I did not. I have to actually go. All right. I'll see you, I'll <laughs> see you later, all right? <laughs> That's so funny. Meow. Speaking of going. Yeah. Speaking of going, Dave <laughs> just signed out right here. <laughs> Let's not put Dave back in the conversation. Uh, add to call. All right. Dave, hey, you there? I, hit, I ended the call instead of hitting mute. My bad. <laughs> That's staying in there. All right, so you have AJ versus Tamina. AJ gets the uh, the win via roll up. I mean, it, it was it was to me it was a sloppy match. I th- I, I thought. It was, oh, sorry. Go, Dave. I, I thought it was actually a good match. I, I was very entertained with it. I was I was really surprised by the end of it with the roll up. It's always good to see AJ as a wrestler. But I was kind of surprised just because how they're trying to build Tamina up as this kind of this uh, Amazon woman that you cannot pass. 
that she's just a beast. To and I was just kind of shocked by it. I absolutely agree with David. I was a fan of this match. I would have liked to see if AJ was going to win the match with her first match back from God knows when. I would have liked to see, would have liked to have seen the the Shining Wizard or another move that she would do to get the the big win over Tamina. I, you know what, I could agree with you on that, but I just thought it was sloppy. Like there was, uh, there was a point where Tamina did like a hip toss or arm drag off the t- off the top rope, and it just it just looked bad. Where they were like, "Oh my god, she landed wrong!" Like if if you're a smart mark, you know that she landed wrong, and she kind of like landed on her side, and they're like, "Oh, she hit the bottom of her her back. Oh, she must be in a lot of pain." I just I didn't believe it's, after- the, it's the Samoan arm drag. Yeah, well, no, I'm kidding. I'm totally joking. I have no idea. Yeah, we can no nickname idea. it that next week on television. That's going to show up as the Samoan arm drag. Yeah, it sure. I, will. I, I think I remember the spot that you're talking about where I thought that it looked awkward, but it was kind of like one of those things that I expected something to go wrong with mm. the Divas match. Yeah, yeah. So you know, you're. Um, I'm trying to think of the right words for it. You're predicting yourself to. I, whatever. All right, let's continue on. Uh, more middles that we had uh, from Monday Night Nitro. Uh, John Cena and Shane. Wait, Monday Night Nitro? Yeah, I'm just going to call Monday Night Nitro from now on. He, right. uh, he, come on, Dave. What are you, Mark? <laughs> He's like, oh, my God, Monday Night Nitro. No. Okay. Yes, uh, that, that's why I'm doing this podcast, for the Marks, by the Marks. For Marks, by Marks. Marknow.com. We wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Seamus and John Cena in a tag match against Dolph Ziggler and The Big Show. Um, eh. This match, I'm going to say, I don't remember anything of it other than Sheamus hitting the white noise on Big Show. And I I mean, of course, John Cena did the attitude adjustment at the same exact time, but I think that white noise was absolutely incredible. That was weird that my voice just did that, but who cares? I I actually have to agree with Brandon on that. No, I agree. I agree with you, too. The only spot I remember from that match is the attitude adjustment and white noise that went down at the same time. I found it just difficult to really pay attention to the match. Yeah, because I feel – is it me or do you guys feel like we've seen this, like, time and time again? I I, I definitely think it. I don't know if we've ever seen this match particular, but – Certainly, with the uh, the feuds we've seen, I mean, I kind of feel like it's it's getting old. Yeah, yeah. All right, more medals. Uh, great promo by Damian Sandow. Still trying to find his apprentice. We spoke about it with SmackDown. Who we think he can bring in? Um, um, Dave. Before before you go on with that, um, how he's looking for the apprentice with the promos. I am not a fan of who they're choosing. It's obviously uh, plants, like. And it so, was complete- you, so you're saying that I don't have a shot at being an apprentice for Damian Sandow? Dude, you're Not the a- number one contender for Damian Sandow's apprentice. You just have to get to a live show. Uh, WWE TLC is coming up. That's right. <laughs> I just feel like like on Raw, how they had that one guy like standing on the chair. He was just like, yes. And then the other guy, he was just like, no, the guy next to you. And how he just gave him the popcorn and everything started jumping up and down. It was just overly done, and it was unbelievable for me, but obviously to a younger fan that doesn't know any better, he's going to watch it and be like, oh, yeah, okay. I can can agree. I mean, that goes right back to wrestling history when we were kids. Like, we didn't 
back that goes right back to why I was scared of Kane when I was a kid. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I, I agree. There's been plenty of times where, as a kid, where a fan has had an altercation with a wrestler that was a plant, and I was just like, "Holy shit! They just did that to a fan. This guy is either crazy or not." Yeah, well. That can go into the fact that we're older now and we kind of understand the wrestling business. I'm kind of upset that we understand the wrestling business. Honestly, honestly, I I don't think we do understand the wrestling business. Well, yes, there's a good amount that we don't understand. And I guess that's why a lot of people do like us because we uh, do accept that we do not know as much as we do know. But no, we don't know as much as they do. I know too much. I but I want to say that I will use the fucking term dirt sheet if I'm going to fucking use the term dirt sheet because it's correct and I know it's correct and other people have said I was correct. So fuck you. Yeah. So there guys, was- guys, just use the word dirt sheet as much as you want because you'll have some creeper just creeping <laughs> on you just saying, hey, guess what? You're using the dirt sheet wrong. WrestleZone's not a dirt sheet. Oh, Lords of Pain is it a dirt sheet. Lords of Paste, excuse me, is in a dirt sheet. Forget WrestleZone. Go to PWmania.com. Yeah. Also, no, also DQ, no DQ.com because they followed me personally on Twitter. I don't know why, but... Also, talking about this whole fan interaction type of thing, I want to thank those who uh, wrote to the guy on Monday who was blatantly ripping our tweets off, like copy and pasting word for word. Who is this? And I have no idea. The guy does not follow us. I don't know how he found us, but word for word. Trolling. Well, someone, we, somebody we, who... Somebody else who doesn't follow us wrote in saying, so-and-so just stole this tweet from you. And I went to his page and every – most – a lot of our Monday Night Raw tweets were on his page as if he was writing them. Was it Phil Quigg? <laughs> no. no. Oh, name dropping. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. Ooh, name dropping. What's it up? Just I, – I, I was going to say, but like I wish I had the – I'm going to name drop right now, but – with Brad, who you can follow at Brad again eighty nine. He him. wanted me to say his Twitter, but I feel like I wish I had. He probably his paid you no- off in Jew Gold. What I said, he probably paid you off in Jew Gold. Yeah, it's called uh, yeah. <laughs> I got no, some I, of that tonight. Not gonna lie. I, I wish that I, I wish that I had his knowledge with wrestling, where he's texting me during Raw and saying like, "Oh my god," and "Holy shit," I can't believe CM Punk just did that. I hate him. I wish that I had that kind of knowledge at this age going into it because. I mean, yeah, I, I don't wish that because then I would miss out on my uh, earlier days. But he's so enthusiastic about every single thing that they do where I'm like, wow, that's stupid as hell. It's something huge to him. Yeah. I, well, that's that, – I still really – I really do want to watch the Hell in a Cell from King of the Ring 1998 with him. Yeah, he, he does not know who Mankind is. He doesn't know who all these wrestlers that everybody would know. He doesn't know who these people are. So, I mean, honestly, I'm surprised that people don't like I'm I don't know. I've never really said it on the show, I think. But if you want to see him write an article for us about how he's a new pro wrestling fan, you let us know. Yeah. Come on. Just 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 let us know. All I have to say is I remember when I had my first beer uh, that was around 645 today. Uh, anyway, let's continue on with our middles. Uh, Vicky Guerrero and Dolph Ziggler had a very heated argument backstage, which that led to Brad Maddox trying to get another shot at a contract with the WWE. Meh. This then this then led to Brad Maddox getting a shot for another WWE contract against Randy Orton. I, I thought that this segment, yes, um, we said before the show, you just said with Ziggler we liked, but with Maddox I was not a fan of because. 
how she was so shocked to see him in the office, even though the um, it was glass doors and whatnot. So it's not really your uh, – yeah, it's all scripted and whatnot. But still, it's not really believable that you didn't see him go into your office. Where were they and this then, week? I'm, I'm not too sure. Can, no. uh, yeah, I don't even know. Brandon, look this up right now. What was but, that? Where were they this week for Raw? Uh, they but, were in North Carolina. North Kekalaki? All right, great. All right, continue, but, Dave. Um, the thing I didn't like also was how is they started the promo where Brad – you're right there. I'm here. All right. Where they started the promo, Brad Maddox said what started saying what he was there for, and then they cut to commercial, and then they came back to finish the promo. I thought that they should have done the promo in one full uh, swoop instead of taking that little uh, break. I didn't think that was necessary, and I thought it kind of took away from everything. It didn't take away from everything because you didn't want to hear what Brad Maddox had to say to Vicky Guerrero. That was the thing that kind of roped you back into watching Raw. Like, hey, Brad Maddox said something to Brad Max said something to Vicky Guerrero. It's what... kind of like it's kind of like Brad Maddox is playing the little fox. Yeah, where where he's coming in and like being all sly about stuff and trying to weasel his way into this, and he's like, he's not a gorilla. He's not going to make it in this business like that. Yeah, because Vicky Guerrero definitely is the hound because she's a dog. Bam, roasted. Yum. Good, good. But yeah, this led to Randy Orton versus Brad Maddox. Brad Maddox, uh, Randy Orton gets the win in a squash match. The Shield comes out and attacks Randy Orton. Because I had I had very high hopes as to who was going to come out and squash Maddox. 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 What do you, you see in Punk now? Is that what he says? Yeah. He said that yeah. he said that during his uh, his lie detector and his promo. All right, let's get on to the uh, bads. Uh, You're gonna say I, something, I, Dave. I was gonna say I today, Junior. Well, you, I don't know when you guys are speaking or not. I don't want to interrupt, and I can't get a word out. But you can't I get think words out. I see. I really like this uh, with Brad Maddox getting attacked while losing to getting squashed by Randy Orton, and then the. The Shield coming in and attacking Randy Orton. Um, yes, I, I was very happy about that. And then was, King King and Michael Cole wanted to know what did Randy Orton do wrong for the Shield to want to attack him and and change change him or whatever. What do, what do they claim? They they they're shield there for injustice. To, yeah, the injustice. And I thought that well, there was the same thing. Where's the? I couldn't figure out where the injustice was with the first attack with Team Hell No in the beginning of Raw. But with this one, I could see the injustice. How maybe they think it's an injustice that Brad Maddox has to face Randy Orton to get a contract with the WWE. I the mean, it's, injustice, David, is that we had to sit through Randy Orton on Raw. Yeah, there we go. No, but I can too. I can see the injustice with Team Hell No because they haven't been a solidified tag team as much as they've been the tag team champions for the what have they been tag team champions since like June, July. Uh, I don't think that late. Uh, that late. For, Maybe for a, July. But for a couple of months. But for that couple of months, they haven't been on the same page until last week. And I guess the Shield interfering is showing them that the injustice, that they're not a solidified tag team, they're not on the same page until last week when they got attacked by the Shield. So, I actually think it was August or something like that. It was September 16, 2012, Boston, Massachusetts, Night of Champions. Okay. There you go. All right, I, but still, that's a couple of months. Go, Dave. No, I'm done. All right. All right. So can we continue on with 
So we got done with, oh, uh, yeah, we said Randy Orton versus the Middles. I'm looking through my notes here. Uh, the Bads, we have Sin Cara versus Alberto Del Rio. That, I actually, I really like that kick. It looked uh, that Sin Cara did to Del Rio while he was tied up in the ropes. Mm-hmm. It looked like he get he. It looked like he really caught him in the jaw with that one. No, but the thing with the the problem with me is that we've seen this match. We said it last week on the show. Same yeah, stuff. Yeah, and I honestly, I really thought something was going to happen differently, and it didn't. Absolutely, it's it's Sin Cara. Versus Alberto Del Rio every single week or whatever on off weeks, yeah. and there's no there's no outcome to this because Sin Cara is not winning these matches, and they want the, to keep they want to keep. I'm sorry, David, to cut you no, off. No, no, you you can go. No, okay. So they want to keep Alberto Del Rio on TV because they don't have anything for him right now. You know, they want to keep the expensive cars coming out, and they want to keep Sin Cara on TV because people like him. You know, but little... you don't need Alberto Del Rio to win every single match against Sin Cara. Sin Cara, they need Sin Cara to get a victory over this. Where's Rey Mysterio? Where did he go? Did he get injured again? Maybe. That's the thing. I, I, know, I think Rey Mysterio is taking some time off to heal up or something. But that's the thing I don't like is um, a few weeks ago oh, – oh, shit. I'm recording. Come on now. It's marking out. Um, <laughs> okay, what was it? Continue. A I few weeks it. ago. Oh, a, few, a few weeks ago they had primetime players um, attack Team Helno and Rey Mysterio and Sikar when they were having that big match on Raw. And that got dropped once, I guess, they took Rey Mysterio off the – the, um, the traveling schedule. Mm-hmm. I, I think that they should have kept on running with that because now it's just it's back to the tag team division being kind of scattered around a little bit. Didn't didn't Rey Mysterio? I believe he had pneumonia or something. I that I don't know. That was like two months back. Well, that was when they were in tour in Italy or whatever, and yeah. Rey Mysterio didn't go on the tour, and then did he return from that? Yeah, he did. Know, he did. He did, and they they did that whole feud with uh, the primetime players, and they were gonna. It, I was thinking two weeks ago that they were gonna have him against Team Hell No and primetime players in a ladder match, but that got, just, but that I don't got understand. all changed. I really don't understand why there isn't a tag team title match. Well, we'll talk about that in a couple of minutes when we get on to uh, the changes to TLC. But, you know, we've been talking about the bads. We've been talking about the meh. Let's talk about the goods of Monday Night Raw. You start off Monday Night Raw as Brandon doesn't – Dave just cut out again. But let's just continue on. Uh, Team Hell No and the primetime players are – I'm just going to pause this right now because this is fucking getting stupid. All right, well, let's get on to the goods of Monday Night Raw. As my microphone cuts out, uh, we start off, you start off Monday Night Raw with uh, no pyro, no shitty intro music, and you start <laughs> off, I know, Brandon was very upset about that last week. No, uh, I don't like that intro, though, so. All right, well, you have Team, fucking microphone cutting off again. Uh, you have Team Hell No versus the primetime players. You have the shield in the crowd, and Hell No wins via the uh, good old schoolboy from Daniel Bryan, and you have the shield attacking all, attacking Hell No after the match, you know, hitting Kane with the steel steps, everything like that. I, I, I really like this attack. I thought that how they targeted Kane's um, arm and how Seth Rollins just – came right from behind uh right through the crowd and just attacked Daniel Bryan from behind. I thought it was very uh well done. The thing I think is kind of over the over the top, well not over the top, but I don't really 
a lot of fans are saying that it reminds them too much of Nexus. I don't know what you guys think about that, but I, I don't really see it too much. I don't well, see I don't see it as well with Nexus because with Nexus you saw everybody on camera angle, every single member of Nexus joining the ring. Seth Rollins came out of fucking nowhere. Well, the thing is, is that we saw the three of them up in the skybox or whatever it was. Then it cut back to the camera, and it was only uh, what was it? Daniel Ambrose was up there. Daniel Ambrose. Dean yeah, Ambrose. He was. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I was Michael Cole for a second, but uh, uh, he was up there by himself, and we saw Roman Reigns. And we saw Ambrose walking down. We didn't see Rollins, so obviously he's off camera. Obvious to me, at least. So I, I could kind of see where it's coming from with Nexus. I, I, the thing is, no matter what you do in pro wrestling, it's always going to be. I feel like it's always going to be taken off of something that's already already been done. It's kind of yeah. like the Simpsons did it. Yeah, but the Nation of Domination did this. Nobody's comparing it to that. Simpsons did it. Since well, like, I, I think like the thing is, it's just because Nexus is more recent than Nation of Domination. Uh, I've, I mean, before Nation of Domination, it's been done before. It's been done in East, uh, WCW tons of times. Like, It's been done in every promo since the beginning of – every promotion since the beginning of professional wrestling. So I think the picture of the week is going to be some sort of Simpsons did it picture. Thank boo. you. Boo this man. No, fuck you. The Simpsons are amazing. Incredible. They are. are amazing. They're still amazing. All right. Listen, the fact that you can get Lady Gaga on your show. All right. Enough said. That's not amazing. What are you Do you know that Homer Simpson's ear is actually the creator's initials? Yes. Yes. I knew that. Yes, I knew that one, actually. Come on. I've, my, 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 best ma- my best friend is actually a Simpsons complete mark that has tattoos. Whoa, why? why is it my best friend? My best friend. Well, um, we're best friends, too. We're, we're all th- best friends. We're the three best friends that anyone can have. We're the three best... No, I'm, I'm, Relax, bro. I'm newly best friends. Relax, bro. <laughs> yeah, we're newly best friends. All right, let's, <laughs> let's continue on with some more goods we have going on here. Uh, Vince McMahon was in the house Monday night on Raw, and he had to uh, talk to Vicky Guerrero about her his... Is her <laughs> right? Right now, I'm just imagining uh, Brandon as Zach Galifianakis in uh, The Hangover. Goodbye. Just I'm having, done. I'm just done. Having, Goodbye. Having sunglasses, him with sunglasses on, and having a little uh, baby attached, like uh, strapped onto his stomach. Yeah, it's your current fucking Skype profile picture. <laughs> I'm so going to create this photo. Good. Please do, because I'm sick of looking at Photoshop for the week. Anyway, uh, McMahon and Vicky Guerrero have a nice promo, which sets up Dolph Ziggler versus John Cena at TLC in a ladder match for Dolph Ziggler's Money in the Bank briefcase. First in, first initial thoughts, guys. Do we think Dolph Ziggler is going to retain? I, Dude, I swear to God, if he doesn't, I might cry. That's the thing. On it, like, I don't know. Yeah, that's this is one of those things where I don't know. I I, I wish – obviously everybody wants – well, we all probably want uh, Ziggler to retain the um, briefcase. But I don't know, especially with John Cena being John Cena. I don't know. He's John Cena. You can't see him. No. You know, speaking, speaking of John Cena, I went to BJ's today and I'm wearing my Team Hell No shirt. And the guy was that was uh, giving away free samples of fudge – was doing the you can't see me hand chant hand sign thing and uh i gave him the thumbs up and he kept doing it 
And he goes, dude, I love that shirt. And he kept doing it. You can't see me. I was like, but I can see you. And he goes, shit. And I just walked away. I don't know how to handle shit like that. So you packed all of his fudge in your mouth? And he didn't even promote marking out. I don't eat fudge. I feel weird doing that. It's like the fudge packer over here is going to tell me that he can't see me. And he's giving free samples of the fudge. And all he's going to do... What? While you're while you're fudge packing over there, how about you subscribe to Marking Out? Go listen but, to us. But I'm not going to say that. I said that at the beginning of the show, Dave. All right? I'm not going to say that to him though because I feel weird doing that. I didn't say it to the guy. I went to the dental the dentist today, and I'm sitting there, the only one in the waiting room, and an old guy walked in, maybe 75, 80 years old, and goes, "Is that a pro wrestling shirt?" And I'm like, yeah, and it's the the I'm the tag team champion shirt. And I he hate goes, you for having that shirt. Why? Because I want that shirt. And he goes, yeah, oh, so tag- wait, 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 wait. Before, did you see like on Hot Topic they have this random Zack Ryder shirt that's just his head? <laughs> yeah, that's so fucking funny. And it's the most awkward shirt in the world. It's just a giant close up. It's like, are you ready or no? <laughs> it's so funny. Probably not. But but back to the the quick tangent about. The I am the tag team champion. He goes, tag team champion. Got a wrestling shirt, and I'm like, yes. And he goes, so uh, you have the beard and everything when you're in the uh, when you're in the ring. Do you go ah? Was I'm it like, Rocky Johnson? <laughs> no, that's all I kept going through my head. I was like, no, sir. What I'm not bridge a... is this? I was like, no, sir. I'm not a pro wrestler. He goes, oh, I I thought you were. You look like you could be one. I was like, I hear that all the time. How much did, does this toll cost? <laughs> I, I said that already. No, you yeah. said bridge. Yeah, whatever. Bam roasted. Bam. Whatever. So back to John Cena. Sorry. But <laughs> do we see sorry John? Do we... Fans who don't like my tangents. I like your tangents. That's what she said. <laughs> Bam roasted. <laughs> um, I could see John Cena winning this, but I could see Duff Sager winning this. It's... I like Brandon's cosigns. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Know. Yeah, I was. Gonna... <laughs> you know, Brandon algebra. Yeah, I know what that is. I was gonna say together. It, you know? You plus me equals calculus. No? All right. Um, yeah, but I can see John Cena winning this match. I can see Dolph Ziggler winning this match. If Dolph, if Dolph Ziggler wins, I can see him win- cashing money in the bank later that night against the big show. But it, that's the whole thing. Is this is this going to – what if Dolph Ziggler cashes in beforehand? He's and then not- if, he, if he does cash in on big show, I – feel like that's going to be bad for Big Show because that's what Daniel Bryan did in the past where he cashed in on the Big Show. Well, I mean, let's, let's face it, though. Big Show is naturally the transitional champion. I can agree not, with that. It's, it's not something that's offensive towards Big Show because he's doing his part. He's, doing, I, he's great exactly in the place where he is. There's no need for a lengthy title run or whatever. He's credible as champion. I, I, I agree, but I do think that I, I like him more as that big, huge monster big show as opposed to the guy that can be defeated anytime. Okay. I can agree with both of you on that. All right. Let's continue on more goods. Teddy Long changes a tag team match with Kofi and R-Truth who are re-tag teaming now. That was absolutely mind-blowing when Teddy Long came out and changed a tag team match into a fatal four-way match. Yep, but you're pulling the Dave right now and getting ahead of yourself. But yeah, it was changed into a uh, fatal four-way match with Antonio Cesaro, Wade Barrett, Kofi Kingston, and R-Truth. Which we saw Antonio Cesaro getting the win after uh, Kofi Kingston hit the Trouble in Paradise. Um, well, it was all- 
uh, you didn't even mention, but it was a Raw active where they had the fans vote in whether or not you wanted to see the Intercontinental Championship defended or the U.S. Championship defended. And apparently, everybody wanted to see Cesaro defend his title. Yeah, right. but that I think the reason why they gave us the Raw active, us meaning the WWE Universe, of course, that poll particularly was because they knew people were going to vote for Cesaro because he's the heel right now. Yeah. And but, he's not the heel that gets cheered. Like CM Punk is a heel that gets cheered. He's a heel and he gets booed. And people are going to want to see the heel who gets booed put up his championship. And I guarantee you, I'm not Vince McMahon, but I guarantee you the reason why they gave us this poll was to show us that it's quote unquote not rigged. You, I could definitely I could see that. Yep, you took the words right out of my mouth, Brandon. And on that note, I don't I, want to this, see anything out of your mouth. This, yeah. This this match I really was into. I thought this match was amazing. It was like back and forth, high flying. You had a few I think there was a few times where there was a suicide dive. Um I I really liked how Kofi and R2 we saw them go at it a little bit too. Good. That, that, that that's the point of a fatal four way match. You want every one of the guys to go after each other the entire it's so, time. It's so weird because it tied in perfectly to WWE main event. Yeah, there you go with the, their uh, tag team match that they had. But I didn't like how they did that because it started off with Kofi versus Antonio and then it Back the fuck up, Antonio. This is my dick. And then it just got turned into a tag team match for the whole Yeah. Eh. Did Teddy Long come out? No. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen main event. I'm sorry. Uh, all a- right. It really was a good match. Yeah, no, I main event. You know, I want to argue with you on that, but everything that main event has put out so far has been has been gold. All right, uh, the main. So you have the 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 main piece of Monday Night Raw this week has been Miz TV, uh, which is a lie detector that CM Punk is going to be taking to see if he has been involved with Brad Maddox or the Shield, which. Pretty much has become inconclusive because by the time they got to the Brad Maddox question asking him if CM Punk was involved with Brad Maddox, you had the shield come up and break it up, destroy everything and trash the entire set, destroy the Miz. Uh, Hell no tries to come out and back up, uh, you know, back up uh, everything. Yeah, no, not bad. Uh, no. CM Punk. <laughs> Come on, bro. You know, back up their uh, their fight in the beginning of the night. That doesn't happen, and then you have Ryback come out and uh, you know help Team Hell No out, clean house, and uh, power bomb CM Punk through a table. But what gave Miz the right to ask all those questions? Uh, and that's where the injustice comes in. Yeah. No, no, no. no but... I agree with Dave. Oh my God, I just agree well, with Dave. What gives the Seriously, though, when there's a lie detector test, it should be distributed as and, – and the person asking the question should be someone who's qualified as a person who operates a lie detecting machine to ask the questions. I know. You have to get one of those guys but, from uh, – from that guy from Maury to uh, get on uh, WWE TV because he is a licensed lie detector professional. Jesus Come on. Christ. That's, that's where the injustice comes in. Why should you be – who gives him the authority to question the WWE champion? Yeah, yeah. And Brandon, is Jesus Christ is who not is on the show. No, Jesus Christ was that my bottle was falling. But who is Miz to doubt El Dandy? Yeah. El Dandy. What? What I really wanted to know. <laughs> I wanted Miz to ask CM Punk the question that's burning on everybody's mind, and that is, is CM Punk Hulk Hogan? No. None of you get that because you didn't watch in 2003. Mr. America, brother. 
Yeah, okay, sorry. The thing I Broke didn't him. like about that entire segment was when they asked CM Punk, um, Miz asked him, what, is his name CM Punk? I feel like he could have said Phil Brooks, considering that last week or the week before, they actually referred to CM Punk as Phil Brooks. And also to, I said and also to, you know what, when I was I was listening back to last week's show, I said and also to, and um, so too many times, but regardless, that's number three. Um, and that's number one for, for the, the, uh, the, ums during the triple H CM Punk, uh, feud, he said, this is Phil Brooks versus Paul Levesque. So it's kind of breaking the kayfabe mold there, but there's no, it, it's not, it's CM Punk was not wrong. Answering the question is your name CM Punk. Oh because no, that is, he is CM Punk. Zan yeah. is the Miz. But I definitely feel like they could have, especially because I think they even said Mike Mizanian or whatever his last name is. They said that on, they said that on Raw too. Right, but it doesn't. It doesn't necessarily. They are who they are. Yep, their real names are their real names. But he is CM Punk. Like he's. It's not a. It's not a wrong question. His name is CM Punk. Everyone in that that arena. 15,000 people. That's CM Punk. You don't know him. That's Phil Brooks. That's CM Punk. Yeah. But I feel like they could have said Phil Brooks. I feel like because it, they wanted it to be serious. Necessary. That was It was not necessary, though. He is CM Punk. If he's taking a lie detector test, he is CM Punk. Go back to 2002, he's CM Punk. Go back to 2003, CM Punk. 2007, CM Punk. What about 2005? Also CM Punk. What about 2012? 2012, currently he's CM Punk. Right. I'm going to go What about 2010? I'm going to CM Punk, but I'm going to fast forward this. 2013, CM Punk. 2014, CM Punk. Apocalypse. Wow. Nothing going to happen. CM Punk. Brandon, Brandon, Brandon yes. grab a bag. Calm down. Goose Fraba. I'm not pissed. It's CM Punk. He has CM Punk. I like I, I like this side of it out of Brandon. I think that's going to be the description of this fucking episode. He is CM Punk. Yep. And then it's going to be a picture of uh, something. Alex Reynolds. No, that's that's a, that's our Christmas week episode. That that is a great picture, and uh, fans inappropriate will, picture. Inappropriate, yes, but it it may be the uh, picture of the week during the uh, the Christmas season. Maybe this week we'll just have a picture of Cole Cabana's vagina finger. Oh no! Please don't do that. Yeah, that yeah, no. I didn't. I didn't see it. You, you, Dave, you're better off. But all right, so we have uh, yeah. So that's Monday Night Raw for this week. Uh, you're gonna go into TLC next week. With uh, a different main event, because let's get on some other notes this week. Apparently, right after Monday Night Raw, Tuesday, it was reported by Vincent Kennedy Man. Uh, excuse me. Did they, did they scan that letter onto the computer? No, they definitely photoshopped that picture. But anyway, CM Punk has been injured by Ryback on Monday Night Raw, and he will be out at TLC because he has a torn meniscus. It is the main event... At TLC now in Brooklyn at the Barclay Center is going to be Ryback and Team Hell No versus The Shield in a TLC match, but it's not going to be for anything. It's going to be a pinfall submission style match. Dave, just go go with this. Run run through the field and just talk about it because I know you're pretty adamant about it. Okay, I actually I love this change, but I also feel like this has been predetermined. Uh, this is a few weeks going already. With their involvement of Hell No, with Team Hell No and The Shield, this, uh, if this wasn't going to happen, there's no point for that. I feel like they knew about CM Punk's knee. Yeah, it may have been an emergency surgery, but it was chosen on a specific date to be done on that date. They had time to prepare for this. They prepared for this. 
apparently CM Punk has been walking around backstage limping. On Raw, we have seen him wearing a supporting a heavy-duty knee pad or some sort of a knee pad for a while. So we definitely know that his knee has been bothering him. By the fact that it is Ryback, it puts Ryback, it makes him look even stronger by saying Ryback injured him. That CM Punk didn't tweak it during a match or whatnot, but Ryback did it. And they could say that during that powerbomb, during that, where Ryback demolished him, it was done by that. It was done during that. It's a perfect time to say Ryback did that to him. And I didn't even think about this until you had brought this up. And I kind of can see that's where, that's what was behind everything. Everything was, the strings were being pulled right and everything. Because during Monday Night Raw, I honestly thought it was going to be the Shield versus Miz and Team Hell No. Exactly. They, they planned this out perfectly. Everybody fell into, into the fans all fell for it. And it, it worked <laughs> as, as they scripted it. It worked out perfectly. Yeah, no, I I can totally agree with that. And, and I don't to, have a. I'm just, I'm sorry, I'm still rolling. Uh, <laughs> um, I think that this how to have the Shield debut in the well, not really their in ring their uh, television debut uh, being at TLC in the at the Barclays in Brooklyn. I think is great because um, Ring of Honor and CZW are pre, you have pretty heavy fans coming out of uh, New York City and Brooklyn. I feel like to have Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins, I feel like your your crowd is going to be very, very strong towards them. But also, you're going to have Ring of Honor, which we'll talk about next week, is holding a pay-per-view earlier that day. So you can have people double-shotting from the Manhattan Center right down the fucking the before train or whatever the train is. I'm sorry, I'm not that active in New York. You can have them just bolting right down to, to Brooklyn, to the Barclays Center. Oh. I didn't even realize that it was the same day. Damn. Yeah. So we'll talk about you know we'll talk about final battle next weekend. I like this. I'm a fan of this as much as I want to see a CM Punk, you know, defending the title and the the twisted sick match that is TLC. This, you know, you saw this going on from last week's SmackDown that these guys were going to be defending in a certain sort of way. I, I feel like this actually works out to their benefit because if you do put CM Punk versus Ryback in the TLC match, you still you're gonna have to have the shield attack or you're gonna need the interference in there, and CM Punk's gonna have to come out on top. I feel like I feel like to give Ryback the title at TLC wouldn't be the best, especially considering that um, the next pay per view is Royal Rumble where you face The Rock. Yep, and I, CM Punk is gonna be beating The Rock. Exactly. So I feel like to have that kind of a match right well, that's, now. That's not necessarily true. It's happening. But, Sorry. Fuck you, Brandon. But, <laughs> okay, but also, wait, wait, wait. It, Excuse me. Okay. But fuck you, Brandon. Okay. <laughs> and for those that don't really think that this is, that's not really too into this match, Dean Ambrose is, was, is a brutal, brutal fighter. If you have never seen him wrestle in CCW, same thing with Seth Rollins. Rollins has been in his share of hardcore fights in Ring of Honor. But with, not even. Um, not even having to prove this, though. What do you say to the people who want, like, they, 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 they're paying money. They want to see CM Punk. They wanted to see Ryback. They wanted to see the WWE Championship match. What do you say to the people who are disappointed in this? Can I take card this? Subject, can, wait, card can, subject to change. Okay, can I take this one? Go take ahead. It. Brad. Hot tag. Hot tag. There we go. Brad, sit down and enjoy a night of wrestling for the first time ever in your life. There we go. No, I think I, I definitely feel like I wasn't. Gonna, I wasn't singling anyone out, by the well, way. Well, I, I, I have to single people out. Come on. 
I, I mean, I had as, to make myself we, feel better about things. We, we, we've seen this done in the past a lot where the sub card has been changed at the last moment. We, whether it's injuries, releases, or whatnot, it's always up to change. So, and I'm like I've said, obviously, I'm fine with the change. Yeah, no, I'm I'm fine with it too because you're gonna get a, you have a solid undercard. You have two the United States title on the line. You have the uh, I was about to say television title, but that's Poss- uh, possibly no Eve match, which is amazing. Who gives a no? Fuck that's about- not amazing. But speaking of change, she looks good really? to me. She's got everything I want, everything I need. Yeah, no. Well, I was- about Rachel. I was gonna yep, say I don't uh, talk about my lovely wife. I was gonna say, speaking of change, I need to remember to bring that change and get a program. But you oversung me, so yeah. this is just pointless now. All right, wow, well, that's a pretty pointless thing of you to say. All right, well, yeah. let, let's let's talk about some other things we were talk we uh, we have pitched this week. TLC is in Brooklyn at the Barclays Center. Brandon has a pretty good concept going on here. Brandon, shoot it. WW hashtag brawler TLC Brooklyn brawler hometown hero from Brooklyn. This is probably the very first time WWE has been in Brooklyn because I know TNA they've run shows out of the Cyclones MCU center stadium, right MCU ballpark. But this is a huge event where this is a brand new arena. Let us I, I want to see the Brooklyn brawler in Brooklyn wrestle. I, I, you know, we've had conversations um, privately on Facebook about this. I agree with Brandon on this. If if you don't, ha- da- I know Dave has said like, oh, I'm, I'm I- like, I'm like holding back right now. I know. Well, Dave- wait, let's listen. Let's let's face it though. Zach Ryder's not gonna get booked for this for this ta- the the pay per view. My like, we're in agreement here. Yeah, I agree with you. Yes. The, the only way the only way you do it is if you put Brooklyn Brawler with Zach Ryder. Absolutely. You, you, Brooklyn's you, Long Island. Long Island is Long Island. You put them together. You got a team, a tag team from Brooklyn, from Long Island. Zack Ryder, Brooklyn Brawler. You could put in Sandow. You could put in as an opponent. You could put in three-man band. You could put in anyone. You could put Kali even, even though Kali's Kali. based on, No, no, that no, 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 that no, 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 that wouldn't you, work. I'm do, sorry. Do you hear yourself? You could put Damian Sandow teaming up with David Otunga. You could put Sandow okay. with somebody else. There, It could be a plausible that's, tag team match. That's different, though. I, I agree with that. That I would be fine with to see him in a tag team match. But in a singles match, I don't want to see him on that pay-per-view card. He could have a dark match, but I don't want to see him wasting my time in, on that card. Okay, so so Dave, with the other Matt, okay, so we have Antonio Cesaro versus Our Truth. We have Weed Barrett versus Kofi Kingston. We have the main event, which we just spoke about, which is the uh, the three on three match. We have the world title match. What other matches do you think you can see on that card? Throw a t- uh, tag team match in there. Throw a throw any other match in there. I don't want to see Brooklyn Brawler. I mean, especially I in a singles, in, especially in a singles match. I personally don't want to see him. I've seen him before. I don't have a need to see him Dave, on TV. You saw but him. You saw him like thirteen years ago. That, and, and that's I'm, the whole and thing. The and whole I'm good thing at that. Is, but that the whole thing is that I'm not asking people to, for Brooklyn Brawler to get a singles match on the pay per view. I'm asking for Monday night. Just use the hashtag Brawler TLC. Send us what match we posted on Facebook. Send us what kind of match you'd like to see, if at all, with Brooklyn Brawler in there. Because I know I would be a huge fan of Brooklyn Brawler teaming up with Zack Ryder to get on the pay-per-view in Brooklyn. First ever show in Brooklyn. Mark. 
No, it's no, it's something. It's I, cool. I can, it's no, like, it's it like a nostalgia cool. thing. I can no, I can agree with Brandon on that. I would like to see like maybe Damian Sandow versus Brooklyn Brawler in a single squash match. Just to, just you, to fill the void. You you put John Cena versus Dolph Ziggler in an intense match. Then you throw Brooklyn Brawler versus Damian Sandow in a match. Then you throw the main event in there. Just, be to, reali- just to, let's let's be realistic. They're not going to have that. They'll probably have Damian Sandow versus Brodus Clay. Okay. Or something like okay, that. Okay, let's be realistic. Mar- WWE that- headquarters listens to Mark and Out, so they're probably listening. It's like, that's a great I, idea. I, I could see Damian Sandow versus Brodus Clay, but that's how we change it. We go on the Monday Night Raw. We use the hashtag WWE. We use the hashtag Raw. We get the WWE Universe to you make sound this like Iron, You right, sound like I, Iron I, Sheik right now. I, I agree. I agree with you that the fans would love it. Of course, being in Brooklyn, everybody would love it if he came out in his Yankee gear and everything like that. I Best feel like team it, ever. Uh, it would go over huge. Oh, by the way, I watched the Pride of the Yankees. It's hard not to have uh, Garrick as one of your favorite baseball players. Yeah, it is, and that's it's, coming from a Mets fan. Yep, but David Wright's your favorite player, right? You know, signs, no. signs a contract for twenty twenty twenty, and he's uh, you know the best man ever. I don't know. I kind of want to watch more Lou Garrick. He's Seems a man. Like it, the fucking Iron Horse, son. But I I don't know. I guess I'm fine with him wrestling in a tag team match, like you said. But in a singles match, I wouldn't be fine with. Even if it was a singles match, though. It's just something – a pay-per-view is three hours long. They give a three-hour time slot for it. Yeah, two hours and 30 minutes. Whatever. It could be a little tiny five-minute squash match or whatever it is just to get that portion on pay-per-view. Yeah, all I know is that you guys will be there at TLC, so we'll see what happens then. But I, I feel like it wouldn't go over with anybody watching unless you were there. I it don't would, know. I think people would pop, make the connection, being like, holy shit, that's Brooklyn. Holy shit, that's the Brooklyn Brawler. Holy shit, he Brooklyn Brawler just won in Brooklyn. I Whoa, know, now you're putting Brooklyn Brawler as the winner. I know Rick, I know Rick from This Is Hell Brooklyn would definitely. But you were just saying that you would have Brooklyn Brawler in a squash match losing. Now you're saying that you want him to win? I, I said. That. So Bam roasted. That's a D. What's I, that? Do you not distinguish voices right now? Bob Backlund. No, because everybody's talking over each other. I know, but this is what happens. I wanted to see a squash match. Christopher said that. Yeah, I could see a squash match, Damian Sandow versus Brooklyn Brawler, Damian Sandow going over. I mean Even I mean, if it's that I'm fine with it. He's known as a jobber anyway. It's yeah. like I'd be perfectly fine with that. He's definitely going into the Hall of Fame. I can't say definitely, but he's a sure a sure candidate for Hall of Fame. It's Madison Square Garden. I mean, come on. Imagine coming out in the ripped up Yankee shirt. That'd be great. All right. <laughs> so so we're, we're so we're talking about the Brooklyn Brawler. We're talking about other uh, former guys that used to be in the WWE system. Let's talk about some other guys that used to be in the WWE system. One being uh, maybe a friend of the shows, uh, a guy that we've had on our show randomly talking about creepers from Australia. Um, Kevin Matthews. This week, Kevin Matthews has come out and publicly... Well, it hasn't been this week. It's just... It's been a long time. It's been a long time, but over the past week, it's been a little more prevalent that he's come out and talked about uh, head trainer Bill DeMott and his ways of training guys in the FCW system and more importantly in the Deep South wrestling system, you know, posting a lot of pictures of guys wrestling bare-assed in the ring, uh, posting, telling about apparently 25 guys right now in the NXT system are all injured, and Bill DeMott saying that he's not allowed to 
no nobody's allowed to say anything because he might get in trouble this is this is big i mean i don't know about you two guys but this is actually big in the system because you know bringing up guys in this in the wrestling system you want guys to have their big break but you can't bring guys up in the developmental system if they're injured yeah absolutely and i think the whole story where I mean, Tom, see, that's the whole thing where this this whole world of wrestling is so fucked up. Like, you don't know what to believe. And then you when you do believe that thing, something else happened where that thing that you believe wasn't what you should have been believing. And it's just like, it's just so fucked up. It's like, I think I say it's like that so many times, but it, it really is so fucked up. There's so many stories that, as a fan, you hear, and you at times you you hear two stories, and you don't know what to believe because you're not there firsthand. I agree, Dave. I agree with you on that. There's one, There's two. There's three sides of the stories: the person that's taking it, the person that's receiving, and then the the, the cameraman, Chris. What are you yeah, talking about yeah, here? And then, yeah, <laughs> and then and then and then the cameraman in the middle of it. So you you never know. I mean. I, you could disagree agree on everything, but you know Kevin Matthews trying to spread the good word. I mean, I listened to his interview this week on Wrestle uh, Wrestling Reaction, which was you know if anybody's ever listened to Two and a Half Wrestlers, we'll give them their plug this week because we plug them every single week because we love Jay Silva and you know Ke- and Pat Buck and Kevin Matthews. But you know he spoke his word and was be able to tell about everything that went down in his time in, in uh, Deep South Wrestling. But let's talk about other guys that have really been. Exposing the underbelly of the WWE, Gabe Tuft, formerly known as Tyler Rex in the WWE, came out this week and just sent out a bunch of tweets saying that John Cena uh, confronted him in the back, saying that he wasn't allowed to use the burning hammer anymore because it was too similar to the attitude adjustment. And that I thought the burning hammer was what really set him apart. That finisher looked devastating. Dave got seven chubbies on that one. I did a burning. Whenever I see, (laughs) I'm a big fan of the burning hammer. Fuck it, it was my finisher in uh, No Mercy. You know they, you know they used to call me the burning hammer. Well, anybody would call you the burning hammer if they looked at you straight in the face. Burning Hebrew hammer. (laughs) Burning Bam roasted hammer. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but see, like that, even that news where I, I've met John Cena, but I, I, I met John Cena, if if that makes sense. No, I don't know. Like you, I don't you, know what. Go, go, Dave. Say you it. met you met John Cena, the wrestler, the person absolutely. that he portrayed to you. Absolutely, you didn't, you absolutely. Didn't meet John Cena, the John Cena that's backstage that everybody else gets to meet. Right. I've never hung out with John Cena. I don't know. I'm not in WWE. I don't know anyone on the roster. It's like I I just see what I've seen in person. But I've the- met John Cena multiple times. He's very nice, very courteous, and that's all I know. And then the and, thing is you don't – News sure. like this comes out and it's – you, you kind of believe it because it's multiple sources and it's – I don't, for, the, for those that don't know, the other source is also um, – well, one of the other sources is Ken Doan, who is part of the Spirit Squad for a long time. He went on a rant, per, I guess, 
for a while he's been talk speaking about this. I wouldn't really say ranting, but kind of just speaking about it. How him and Mickey James used to have a relationship, and then John Cena got in there and was screwing around with Mickey James and got uh, Ken Doan fired over all of it. So there's so many multiple stories that you hear about John Cena, whether he's doing this, cheating on it, even the cheating on his wife. But then again, that's all that's all just one side of the story. Even though it's multiple sources, it's still just one side of the story. Well, that's also a good thing on John Cena's behalf. I think because he is the face of the WWE, he is the 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 Make a Wish Foundation leader. I feel like he cannot make a comment to defend himself because when he does defend himself, that's where he looks uh, suspicious. So I feel like by keeping his mouth shut, it's good. I agree with Dave on that one. I agree. Don't you agree with me too? But, But we can't. You know what? We can't comment on this because A, we don't work for the WWE. B, we're not John Cena. B, we're not anybody that we're involved with. We're just three wrestling fans that we do a podcast every week and we talk about wrestling. You and know, we don't to- forget – sorry, but don't forget about C. It's really none of our business. Yeah, it's absolutely – Dave? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, it's none of our business. Whatever happens behind closed doors happens. And- do you realize how many how many – professional athletes out there actors actresses people in the light even people not in the light that go around doing shady shit that are just just awful things it's none of our business it isn't because we because we pay money and we get entertained by them on you know monday nights on wednesday nights on friday nights and it's none of our business what they do behind like apparently john cena is dating uh one of the bellas right now and john cena is in a feud right now with Dolph ziggler who is dating that same bella like but that even that's that's just a rumor i mean we don't even know if they're dating they could have just went to the the dance the uh, uh high school reunion together we don't know if they're and hooked they up and hooked up bro I, I i didn't see any pictures of hooking up or... she, I, I saw a picture and and she got an attitude adjustment yeah sorry yeah i'm pretty sure she, that she got the fu instead of <laughs> instead of the uh, stfu all right. Well, I was, no, I was going to say instead of the attitude adjustment. I don't understand why the oh, so many divas go around the locker room. That's what I don't like, understand. Like I, I absolutely, I'm a huge fan of the divas, but I don't. I absolutely hate seeing private life stories when it all revolves around the wrestling world. There's yeah. one thing that the the divas backstage with. Yeah, I know you have to maintain your job, but there's one thing that they gotta have is self respect. Respect! Gotta respect the condom. Sammy, shut the fuck up. I'll put a fucking condom on your fucking tombstone. No. But but you honestly, like, do you think... I I mean, do you think someone has done something that they shouldn't have morally done to keep their job? Oh, I am am 100% yes, yes, yes. yes. Male male and female ones? I'm I'm really not commenting on this. Of course. I'll comment. The pro wrestling business is a dirty... Dark business. All right. Okay. Whose dick did you suck, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> Vince McMahon said I was going to have a job, but the only job he got was the one where I put my hand was on the, his penis. Was the HJ? What's an HJ? If you don't, and know I what did it even is. get a tour of the headquarters. Yeah, Dave was trying to look for that secret room. He's like, oh, you got you got the tour of the headquarters. 
I did, yeah, I didn't even get to to that little toy room. All right, well let's uh, let's take a, a quick break, and then when we get back, we'll talk about some independent wrestling here on Marking Out. Hey everybody, this is Lex Luger, the Total Package, and you are listening to Marking Out. And we are back on Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling fans Brandon and Chris here with you because Dave got way too drunk and couldn't make it. No, I'm kidding. He got way too drunk. It's like no, I got way too drunk last night. I realized. I woke up this morning. I'm like, wow. I'm like, I drank a lot last night. I told you. I told you you shouldn't. You know what? It was just the the tequila that put me over. I'm drinking beer, guys. <laughs> now I'm switching to tequila. Yeah, it was. I had a rough couple of days. I'm not gonna lie. So you know, as the 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 white blooded American that I am, what better way to take out your sorrows than drink yourself into stupidity? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. But, yeah, no, Dave uh, couldn't be with us today. He's got a very important interview, and that's all we'll say on that because we don't want to re- reveal Dave's life. Yeah, Dave. Uh, Dave's get, finally getting the sex change operation that he's truly wanted for the longest time. <laughs> I don't really? know. No, no. All right, well, let's get into some, uh, some wrestling talk here, some independent wrestling talk. A couple of brief things we want to touch on before we get into Impact Wrestling. They do have a pay-per-view this Sunday that no one's going to be watching. Oh, I may watch it. You never know. Or stream it illegally. Yeah, gee, tell them. No. I, you know what? Like, WWE pay-per-views I'll pay attention to, but like TNA pay-per-views I'll just be like, all right. You know. TNA pay-per-views should be given away for free. Yeah, maybe. You never know. All right. Well, uh, Pro Wrestling Gorilla PWG, the uh, infamous indie promotion based out of Reseda, California, had a event on the first entitled Mystery Vortex. Got to give it to PWG. I love the name of their... Uh, titles of their events but you know great wrestling as always once the uh, preview for this event goes up we'll put it up on the facebook page but big news coming out of that we have a new pwg world heavyweight champion adam cole the winner of the battle of los angeles beat mr wrestling kevin steen in a guerrilla warfare match uh from pictures that i saw of people that were there it just looked insane it looks like you know there's a lot of like suplexes off the top rope onto a bunch of chairs and set up and everything like that and this may solidify adam cole as the uh breakout star of the year do you agree with me on that one brandon uh, i mean it has a, a running shot of that yeah I, i've got a few i have a few and speaking of breakout star of the year the marquees the second annual marking out end of the year awards we're going to do a special show that won't be counted into the marking out uh the marking out show itself uh we'll do we're going to be doing that last week in december so get ready for that maybe we're going to have some fan voting we're uh still ironing out everything yes we yeah. are yes we are let's uh talk some more independent wrestling here last weekend as well you had the season 11 finale of chikara under the hood at the trocadero theater in philadelphia pennsylvania you know i have to say last week i didn't get to say it because i, I just didn't speak up but i really enjoy the name of that place the trocadero yeah it sounds yeah. like pretty cool yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Chikara putting on another great event. You had the Young Bucks retaining their campeones, Dave Brejas, over the one, two, three kid, Marty Jannetty. Eddie Kingston defending his grand championship and being successful against Tim Donst. Uh, one big, you had Ultra Mantis Black, who apparently uh, Delirious is out for his blood and is going to end him in 2014. Uh, Ultra Mantis Black came up on the winning side. Of that of this when the spectral envoy beat Delirious, Ophinian, O'Barian, Kodama, and Cobalt. 
And the one thing that this season has kind of based itself around is about the uh, the Gaikido and the Swarm and all these guys. The uh, the heels, or the Rudos as they like to say, uh, got the upper advantage when uh, Jigsaw, the Shard, Deviant, and Soldier Ant beat Mike Quackenbush, Fire Ant, Green Ant, and Sail Ant. So look that to look for that to uh, continue that feud to continue on into season twelve. What do they call the faces? Uh, hold on, I'm on the website right now. Roster those. I think those are the Technicos. They call them. Oh, oh right, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Technicos, and then the bad guys are the Rudos. Oh, we got to see uh, Archibald Peck return too, because he was the uh, mysterious uh, and handsome stranger. He revealed himself to be Archibald Peck, which is good. I like. I like him, Marchy Archie. It's a good gimmick, and he's yeah. also he's also he's wrestling a final battle, RD, as R D Evans against uh, against uh, fuck, what is his name? He the oh, I, why am I man? I should have drank so much tequila <laughs> last night. Prince Nana, there it is. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we'll talk about Ring of Honor final battle next week because we have the time to do so. But let's get on to some Impact Wrestling. We didn't talk about it last week because we had a lot of independent wrestling talk. But this Sunday, we have Final Resolution, the final pay-per-view of the 2012 year for Impact Wrestling. Let's let's talk about Impact from last night. Uh, you have Aces and Eights making a big statement uh, by helping Givon capture the television title over Samoa Joe. I, I just I kind of felt like that was it just fell short for me. It nothing nothing happened really. To, what like Doc Doc was out there, he hit Devon after some hoary looking girl was distracting the referee and I was amazed because you saw like those girls close up when they were like panning the crowd in the beginning. They're like, yeah woo I'm like they're definitely plants. That's what I was. That's what I was saying to myself. I'm like, oh man, plants, good. But Aces and Eights gets their, uh, you know, they get one title, and uh, yeah, they're good. And then they just sat there and had girls dance on them, and girls make out with each other in the back. Yeah, like what the fuck was that? Like trying to spice it up a little bit. That was like so WWE ish. Yeah, you texted you texted me that last night. I didn't understand before they were. PG and everything. WWE used to do that with, like, when it was WCW Nitro versus WWF Raw. Yeah. That was what WWF Raw was doing. So I'm wondering if Impact is trying to get Raw and maybe try and beat WWE in the ratings or whatever. That is never going to happen. That There will never be... You never know. I mean, you never know. I mean, honestly... It probably will never happen, but you never know what they their intentions are. Yeah, no, I uh, I, I, can't, I agree with you on that, but I don't think it's ever going to happen. I'm sorry. All right, moving on. Uh, you had also a interesting six-man tag team match when you had Daniels and Kazarian and Bobby Roode taking on the World Heavyweight Champion Jeff Hardy and AJ Styles and James Storm. Uh, you know, you know what's going on. Bobby Roode is going to be facing Jeff Hardy at the pay per view. You're also going to have, um, Christopher da- and Christopher Daniels, Christopher Daniels. The final time they will ever fight each other. Which I have. It was weird, right? Why is that weird? Well, it's the last time. Yeah, but you, you give it like six months. They'll fight again at some point. <laughs> yeah, and then like you know, at the first pay per view, the. Uh, they'll probably have somebody else come back. I mean, they'll have a, the January paper here. They'll probably have Taz and just end this 18-month storyline. 
It was so weird. I was watching AJ Styles last night on that TV show, and he got so old. Really? Yeah, like I've been watching him since 2002, and he he just looked really. I mean, he's ten years ten years later. It's so weird. Yeah, it was it was interesting. Uh, we got to see a return of a big TNA knockout. Velvet Sky coming back, interrupting a nice promo with Tara and Mickey James. Yep. Yeah, she looked good. She looked, is it me or if it looked like she had like a different style to her? Maybe because she uh, hasn't been tanning. She hasn't been tanning. She was wearing the bright red lipstick. Mickey James looked bad, mad good though. Yeah, she did. She did absolutely. Or as, or, or as the kids say, she looked bad. <laughs> yeah, but it's like it's so doesn't. There was some before that promo. Brooke Hogan was backstage walking around on the phone, pretending she was on the phone. Yeah, oh my God, I'll see you soon. Oh, welcome back. I'll see you soon. Whatever. Bullshit. Ramble, ramble. And it's like she's. It, it didn't sound like she was on the phone. It sounded like she was acting. As, as Brandon Brandon uses the quote unquote with his hands because. She's not an actress. No, she's a a Hogan brother. What at it? So, and then we came to find out that it was Velvet Sky that she got. But to me, I think it kind of like they should have done this next week. Bring back Velvet Sky after the pay per view. Yeah, after the pay per view, let Mickey James and Tara have her words, and then next week, you know, it's like, oh yeah, Mickey James, I'm the new, uh, I'm the new uh, knockout champion. Blah blah blah. Then you have Velvet Sky come back. And instead of looking into the camera, looking, you know, Mickey James dead in the face. Yeah, what the fuck was that about? She's sitting there cutting a promo to Tara and to Mickey James, but she's just sitting there staring in the camera. I was like, what the fuck is going on? What what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, another storyline that we've uh, we covered a couple weeks ago we haven't really spoke about is this whole Brooke Hogan, Bubba Ray thing. Apparently they're romantically involved last week Austin Aries trying to like get underneath the skin of Bully Ray by just trashing no it wasn't Bully Ray it was Hulk Hogan well, tra- getting to but, yeah no but both of them because you had you hear this week on Impact he said it wasn't Bully Ray it wasn't Brooke Hogan it was Hulk Hogan I was trying to get to I just said Hulk Hogan Hulk Hogan well like yeah last week very making very derogatory marks towards uh, Brooke Hogan and now this week coming out and trying to get Bully Ray and uh, Hulk Hogan a fight, which I thought was hilarious because you see you have you have Hulk Hogan and Bully Ray in the ring, and then you just have Austin Aries in the background like, yeah, fight. Yeah. <laughs> no, you didn't find that funny. Uh, it's it's funny, but yeah. But these uh, these guys will be settling uh, fighting off or settling their score at final resolution. Uh, Hulk Hogan finally gave Bully Ray the match. It's going to be Bully Ray versus Austin Aries, which was uh, which was interesting. And that's pretty much Impact for this week. Nothing, uh, nothing else really. Kind of. Oh yeah, I got to give big props to uh, Kaz and Daniels for uh, th- throwback and Thursday and rocking the Zubas. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was hilarious. I was like, you know, I watched it this morning, so I was a little bit tired. I fell asleep. I wake up. I'm like, why are Christopher Daniels and Kazarian wearing Zubas? I'm like, this is amazing. It's the same pair of Zubas that I have. <laughs> another I, thing, another thing that I should just have like a segment on the show. Another thing I didn't like about Impact was we don't need any more segments on this show. It's fucking eight hundred. Hilo Brown and Al Snow's backstage segment where Al Snow's like. Uh, I just I don't remember anything. I woke up and I was such and such. And D'Lo Brown goes, "Yeah, man, I was just in the right place at the right time. I filled in for you. I got it's your like, back." 
I, it didn't, didn't make sense to me. It absolutely did not make sense. Like, why? D'Lo Brown came off sounding like a heel. Yeah. But not. Maybe. I don't know if people will understand what I mean. But. Yeah, maybe he's a part of Aces and Eights. Yeah, probably is. Oh, yeah, and then also after the main event, you had uh, Aces and Ace attack Jeff Hardy because Bobby Roode paid him off. So, Well, money money does talk. Yeah, and, and it pays to be rude. I like this new uh, new catchphrase he has going on. Yeah, out. I wonder how long it took. I, I was actually thinking of that last night. How long did it take for them to think, like, of the whole career he's been in TNA with the last name Roode? Yeah, and for the whole time he's had the money gimmick. How long did it come take for them? Did to he come use up? it when he was with uh, Tracy Brooks at all? I have no, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't remember. That was a good gimmick though. I like that the whole cast storyline. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was good. Uh, yeah, so it looks like Bobby Roode has the upper uh, hand going into Final Resolution. So now it's that time of the day or that time of the show where we do our. Pre- for Final Resolution. We'll start off with the match that we just spoke about. Uh, Billy Ray is going to be facing off against Austin Aries. Uh, I guess Dave isn't going to be on these. I guess not. Did he record anything? His predictions? Do we have a Dave soundboard today? I don't think so. All right, whatever. I believe he would have picked. Oh, okay. Let's, let, let's do this then. Let's tell Dave not to listen to the end of the show, and then next week we'll do his predictions with him. So we'll we'll pick who we think is going to win for Dave, and then next week we'll see if we were right. Okay. Okay. All right. We should give ours first then? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Uh, I'm going to go Austin Aries because I feel like the Hulk, Hulk Hogan being there and that whole Brooke Hogan thing is going to cause Billy Ray to get distracted. Yeah. I, was, and I, I didn't know his name Austin was Mark. Aries as well. I didn't know his name was Mark. In that, in that promo on the ring, she's like, well, Mark... I mean, Billy Ray. And then Hulk Hogan's like, did you just call him Mark, brother? <laughs> Wait, is his name really Mark? I don't know. Wikipedia hit. Is that what it is? I think so. Well, I mean, that's that's crossing boundaries where it's like... He's Bully. He's Bubba Ray. Get it right. But like, no, but it's like, that's like... Bro, that they're trying to advance... Because they know fans are smarter. Mm-hmm. So they, they're trying to advance the storyline where they really are in a relationship or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Dave Lagana thinks we're smart because we're on his wrestling media list on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, I don't understand that. Yeah, thank okay. you. I'm honored. Yeah. I think. Yeah, he probably just like, I have to pay attention to these guys. Hopefully they don't trash impact. <laughs> um, yeah, so what Little do you... does he know? Yeah, what are you uh, predicting on this? Uh, yeah, I think Austin Aries. Austin Aries. And who do we think Dave's going to pick? Hmm. I mean, honestly, he'd probably go Austin Aries as well. Okay. so we'll... I think. All right. Well, we'll pick that. Okay. Uh, another match that was kind of solidified on Impact that we didn't talk about. Uh, Rob Van Dam will be defending the X Division Championship against Kenny King. Kenny King winning a uh, triple threat match with that cool finisher that he has. Um, I'm going to say RVD. Well... <laughs> I'm going to say Rob Van Dam as well, although if Kenny King wins, it'll be a huge uh, a huge victory for him. So, Can I do the Dave voice? Go ahead. I'm going to go with Kenny King. I think that they've been waiting to give him a world, a X Division title push, and this is the perfect opportunity. Take the title off of Rob Van Dam. <laughs> so I'm going to say Kenny. Very good, Chris. Yeah, I thought it was good. Very I mean, yours, good. Is, yours is better. So, all right, the knockouts title, Tara versus Mickey James. I'm saying Mickey James. Honestly, no fucking clue. I really want Mickey James to win this. I'm going to say Tara. Okay, Dave, thanks. But with 
Velvet Sky coming back, why would you throw her in a feud? It just doesn't make sense. I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stick with Tara. Okay. As much as I want Mickey James to win it. It's hardcore. She she almost fucking fell on the entranceway coming out. Oh, I didn't notice that. Oh yeah, Rick she, Hogan did that a few weeks ago. No, she because she's wearing those really like small like heels, and she like went to go do her post thing, and she almost like fell and broke her ankle. She's like, oh my god, I almost fell, and she's like looking in the camera. She's like, I almost fell. Oh my god. <laughs> um. All right, tag team championship: the Big Morgan and the Big Organ. I love that. Uh, Joey Ryan and Matt Morgan to be facing off against Chavo Guerrero and Hernandez. We saw Matt Morgan come back to the ring last week, and he looked pretty good. Uh, I'm going to say Matt Morgan and Joey Ryan. He looked a little too tan. Matt Morgan? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, also, um, did you see all those like TNA like Christmas commercials? Where it's like, yeah. no matter the size, then you see Joey Ryan, just like, yeah. I didn't see Joey Ryan. I saw the knockout ones. No, Joey Ryan's like at the end. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, it's so good. It's weird. Um, Dave. Yeah, I'm going Hernandez and... Chavito Guerrero. Okay, what do you what do you say for Dave? Because I've been picking all Dave so far. He's he's got to go with Joey Ryan and Matt Morgan. Yeah. Okay, so then the final time, Christopher Daniels, AJ Styles. Who are we picking on this one? I think AJ's going to get the upper hand. You think? Yeah. Have the face come out after this big, long, tumultuous battle. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick I'm gonna go with AJ Styles. AJ Styles. And then Dave, um you pick this one for Dave. Mm, Christopher Daniels. Christopher Daniels, okay. Alright. Christopher Daniels. Alright, sounds good. Sounds good. Did this stop? Okay, it's recording still. Uh then the world heavyweight championship, Bobby Roode is gonna be facing off against Jeff Hardy. We saw what Bobby Roode did to get the upper advantage. Uh I'm gonna still go with Jeff Hardy. Yes, there's no, there's no way Jeff Hardy is going to lose that. There's, if he does, then it's back to WWE. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and I think Matt Hardy's rant, not rant, but whatever Matt Hardy said will be coming true, and I will be at peace with myself once again. <laughs> David, Brandon will be like, I'm at peace and just <laughs> die. Um, Dave, Dave definitely picking Hardy as well. Yeah, I mean, there's honestly, there's only. Very few things that I need to be at peace in my life, and one of those things is uh, the Hardy Boys back in WWE and winning the tag team titles. It doesn't have; they don't have to be tan- champions or whatever. But that would be cool, though. Yeah. I, would, I would enjoy that. Alrighty, cool. So we'll uh, we'll see uh, live on pay per view on Sunday. Who is going to be the new World Heavyweight Champion, and who will win the predictions? Imagine Dave goes perfect. He's <laughs> so fucking funny. My God, we we like have. I don't think we've had a perfect one since you. Like that, I am absolutely perfection. Perfection, not perfection. Perfection. Yeah. When I say perfection, it sounds like perfection. I know. Dolph's like his first music. I am perfection. I am perfection. All right, let's get to Dave's pre-recorded shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. This week, I'm going to give a shameless plug to Mick Foley and an autograph signing and book reading that he will be doing. He's going to be signing, answering questions, and doing a reading of his new book, A Most Miserable Christmas. The book is going to cost $19.95, and his autograph, he will sign the book for free. You can do this. It's going to be December 16th at Book Review 
313 New York Avenue in Huntington at 1 p.m. For more information, you could go to bookreview.com or call 631-271-1442. I gotta give a shameless plug to Rick Swan. Go follow him at gottagetswan underscore. He'll be wrestling in the PWS Suicidal Six Way. Then the next day, which is on the 7th, then the next day he's wrestling at Evolve at 4 p.m. in a four-way freestyle match versus Jigsaw, where the winner will take on the winners of the other three matches, and the winner of that will be the number one contender for to face either Sammy Callahan or Johnny Gargano for the DG USA Open the Freedom Gate Championship. Say that three times fast. Then later on that night, he's going to be wrestling at CZW, which is going to be taking place by the time 7.30, facing off against Shane Strickland. He is going to be, like I said, busting his ass this weekend, and he definitely deserves a follow. As always, our fans are a priority to us. From the followers to the listeners, we appreciate all of you, and we love hearing from you. So I'm going to give a shameless plug to at ScottBox64. He's a brand-new listener and tweeted to us saying that he enjoyed the podcast. So thank you very much. We appreciate all of you. So please, if you listen, if you love it, rate it uh, five stars, comment on it, share it with your friends. We appreciate all of you. I cannot stress that enough. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. Dave's pre-recorded shameless plugs. Great, Dave. Thank you so much. You can't thank me, but... (laughs) Anyway, uh, all right, cool. Chris's match of the week time. Chris's match of the week. Chris's match of the week. All right, so match of the week this week. I didn't. There was nothing really this week that stood out to me, but um, this week is going to be something that I just opened on my computer and you just heard in the background. Um, I found this gem. Uh, a couple weeks ago, and I stocked this in my back pocket just in case I didn't have a match of the week, but this is from Dragon Gate USA. Uh, it is a six-way freestyle match with Jigsaw versus Sammy Callahan versus Frightmare versus AR Fox versus Cheeks, Cheek Cheeks, Cheech versus Rex Reed. Uh, this match will be posted on the Facebook page on Thursday. Definitely check it out. It is worth seeing. So, Yeah. Funny lo- when you said when you said cheeks, I was gonna say somebody's cloudy. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, it is it's Cheech of Cheech and Cloudy. Yeah, I, I know that. Oh, okay, all right, good. Cloudy, uh, as in you were. Yeah, you said the wrong word. Yeah, all the alcohol last night. Tonight's not gonna get any better. Um, yeah, so cool. Chris match of the week. Uh, Brandon, who are you shouting out? A friend of mine said the other day that Barack Obama was president. I said, I can't believe this. Brandon's got shout out. The Shield gets the first one. We spoke about it earlier. Thank God they attacked Randy Orton. Uh, he's <laughs> out for quite some time. No, he was, he was he was up right afterwards. Yeah, so. I doubt it. So fuck. <laughs> but uh, Tony Mamaluke gets the second one. He is retiring from wrestling. I don't know why, and I hope everything is fine with his health and his family and whatnot. Uh, I was always a fan of watching him wrestle, so he'll be missed in the circuit. (laughs) And this past Tuesday marks three years since Umaga passed away. He was one of the better big men in this business, and I'm sure everyone would agree with that. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Definitely, uh... Definitely miss seeing him on TV, and I would like to give him the last shout-out. Yeah, he was – like, he was – I don't want to say he was before his time, but he was perfect where he was when they brought him in with uh, Armando Alejandro Estrada and had him do that whole storyline with Cena, which yeah. I thought was great. That match that they had was 
at Royal Rumble was spectacular, where Cena used the, the uh, ring rope to choke him out. Yeah, it was really. I was oh, man. Oh, that's depressing. I knew he could fly and whatever. Yeah, he was. He was a fast motherfucker. Yeah, and didn't like Rikishi when Rikishi was on Raw. Didn't he give somebody the Simone spike in like Memorial? Yeah, he, well, I guess it was Heath Slater, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was it. That was it. Oh man, I miss Umaga. It's his brother. Yeah, it was. It was. You know this his this lineage like <laughs> so well. Yeah. No, Rikishi and Umaga are brothers, and Rosie and Roman Reigns are cousins to Rikishi. All right. Well, well, maybe that'll be the picture of the week. Did we? What we say last night was going to be the picture of the week. I forget. You said some dumb Simpson shit. Oh, Simpsons did it. And that's I right. said, "Boo this man." Oh yeah, and that's from uh, Half Baked. <laughs> Half Baked. Yeah. Okay. And what did we say the description of the show? I told you. I get a little drunk. Oh, the description of the show. Shoot, you're gonna have to go back and listen to the first segment. Fuck. <laughs> All right. <laughs> It was plain and simple. It was one short sentence. Or one I, I, I know, and Dave said it too, and I was just like, oh my God. Dave actually on the, being on the ball tonight, shit. No, I think, didn't I say it? Maybe. I don't know. Chris, you need to stop drinking tequila. Yeah, I know. Well, there's nothing else in my house. There's no beer in the fridge. I drank the three beers I had in the fridge before you, you the show. You drank by yourself. Listen. I you just, drank with your friends on Skype. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so it makes <laughs> me better. All right, let's get into it. The biggest, best part of the show. It's our... Mark Out Moment of the Week! There's a lot of random holidays in the United States. I just want to go through a, a couple of them that we found. There's National Yo-Yo Day... Uh, we also have National Lighthouse Day. You have National Watermelon Day. National Raspberry Cream Pie Day. <laughs> I found this list. It's like a long list of random holidays that don't matter. But you're probably wondering, hey, doesn't he say Mark Out Moment of the Week right afterwards? This is a huge Mark Out Moment of the Week, and it's a Mark Out Moment of the Week for any wrestling fan that's out there. Pro wrestling is now getting its own national day. Uh, February 2nd, 2013 will mark the first National Pro Wrestling Day, and it'll, it'll be honored by a huge celebration in Philadelphia. There is 15 different promotions working to put together two separate en- entry events at the Derby Inc. Gardens in Philadelphia. You have Chikara, Ring of Honor, ICW, Evolve, NYWC, Wrestling is Awesome, Resistance Pro, Wrestling is Fun, Beyond Wrestling, WSU are putting a two big cards together. It's all free. It's going to be on iPay-Per-View as well. It's going to be there to celebrate the art of professional wrestling. And if you didn't mark out about this, I went nuts. I really, like, marked out hard. I was just texting people. I'm like, National Pro Wrestling Day. Oh, my God. So I'm going to make no, my... When, when you texted me that, I think you wrote February 20th, and I said I can't go because I have a concert the next day. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm I'm free February 2nd. And I know you asked me about my tweet. What? You asked me about my tweet, like, why, like, I, I, I uh, did a tweet on my personal account at Chris Sweendog. I'm going to puck myself again in the show. But um, I guess my... 
ban of Philadelphia for the next five years, the vesting option for the sixth is going to have to be lifted. Because once the Phillies assigned Cliff Lee and he went to the Phillies rather than the Yankees, I was so mad that I boycotted Philly for five years with the vesting option for a sixth. But it's going to get lifted. I guess we're just going to have to eat a lot of cheesesteaks that day and uh, go see some pro wrestling. Cause... And, and hopefully the uh, little groundhog emerges from his burrow and uh, doesn't see its shadow because I don't want more winter this year. Yeah, neither do I. But we may all be dead, so you never know. <laughs> yeah, you know, speaking of being dead, I watched that uh, that uh, Seeking a Friend for the End of the World movie. How, how was that? I, I liked it. I feel so bad for – well, first of all, I'm really jealous of Steve Carell. Why? Because he's hanging out because, with – Because he gets to interact with Kira Knightley. Yeah, she is a, she's a dun. And, and by interact, I mean interact. <laughs> I mean have <laughs> sexual intercourse with her. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, I just I felt so bad at the end of the movie because – and I, I tweeted this. I, I really don't think I would have felt as bad if, if Kira Knightley wasn't so hot. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would recommend that movie to people if they want to watch a movie. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, National Pro Wrestling Day, February second. Uh, I'm I'm gonna make my damn hardest to go down there, and I'm I'm amazed that like PWS hasn't been named to be some sort of involvement with it. Especially, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, maybe we can. Uh, we'll talk to some promoters and see what's going on about National Pro Wrestling Day. But yeah, two separate IBA pay per views. NationalProWrestlingDay.com. You can get all of your information there, and also use the hashtag NPWD. So we'll talk about that in full detail. And uh, that's our lengthy show for this week. Lengthy. Very lengthy show for this week. Uh, next week, we'll talk about the outcome of Final Resolution. We're going to talk about TLC. We're going to talk about Ring of Honor. Dave will be back for a full show. So and we'll, we'll, we'll know whether or not Brooklyn Brawler got booked or no. No, that's going to be that's going to be a, a last minute thing. That's going to go like go on the day of the show. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Like it's going to be one of those random matches, like that Survivor Series match that we didn't know about. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, remember to use the hashtag, hashtag BrawlerTLC. So. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate everything you guys do. Yeah. Markingout.com. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher Radio as well. Uh, Got to give a shout-out to Nick Matocho and also to Ring Rope Rebellion for helping us out and supporting the Marking Out cause. Uh, email inquiries, you can go to markingout1 at gmail.com. And for myself... Dave and Brandon, we wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors, and we will see you next week on the Mazel talk, motherfucker.